Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you to hear from my good friend, Debbie Walker, today. Debbie and I are walking buddies. We live around the corner from each other, and we've known each other for over 20 years. And I really am so excited for you to hear from her and how she's learning and growing and understanding her strengths, and especially in this season of life where I think a lot of people can be... um, you know, you might be young, you might be a little older, but trying to figure out who am I and what should I do with my life? And should I do this kind of job or that kind of job? And Debbie and I have really talked about those kind of things a lot as we walk a lot of miles in our neighborhood. And um, yeah, so I'm excited for you to hear from Debbie. Welcome, Debbie. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for having me. Well, it's so fun to um, have you on this podcast. I know we've um talked about all kinds of things. I feel like sometimes it's sort of like talking to your hairdresser. You know, they know all kinds of things about you that nobody else knows. (laughs) So it's fun to talk about strengths and let other people understand a little bit more about you. Well, tell me a little bit about you and who you are, where you live and what you do. Sure. Well, um, well, uh, obviously I live in Austin, just a stone's throw away from Barbara and uh, we've been here, my husband and I, and our two boys, I have two boys, one is 19 and one is 15. We've been in Austin um, most recently for the past 11 years. We were in Omaha for four years before that. And then before Omaha, we were actually just uh, in North Austin and uh, actually lived in the same <laughs> neighborhood as the Colwells as well. Um and we were on staff with the university at the University of Texas with crew uh, for those first six years. So, cumulatively, been in Austin for a while. Um, currently working. Um, well, I'm not working, but my husband is a pastor. We planted a church here 11 years ago, uh, Providence Church in Central Austin. And now I am definitely in the phase of life where what am I doing? What do I want to be when I grow up? Um, so my boys are definitely self-sufficient and I've had a sprinkling of homeschooling them here and there. Um, and I haven't done that for a while now, but, um, throughout kind of their, their growing up, I have done a few things here and there. I've been a certified doula and postpartum doula, and I've been an organizer with my own business. I've then become a certified health coach. And I'm currently working for an organizing company called Reorganize and uh, working independently as a health coach. Well, I am um, excited to just kind of unpack what what your strengths are and kind of how that weaves into those different things that you've been led to do and really bring a lot to the table in each of those different um, opportunities that you've you've done with your life. Tell me what your top five strengths are. Yes. Well, my 
top five are harmony, restorative, consistency, analytical, and discipline. Well, I know that we both have harmony as our number one strength. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, harmony is a strength that's it's kind of like a natural mediator or someone that likes to find common ground, sometimes can be known as a, um, a behind the scenes peacemaker. They like win-win solutions. A lot of times can bring calm, a calm presence to a situation. So what does it look like for you to have harmony? What do you, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like win-win situations. That sounds great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think for me, harmony definitely plays out mostly in, in the word calm. And when I think about uh, just even relationally, my relationships are, uh, are are like calm. I'm not, I'm definitely not a high energy, um, squealy, dramatic kind of person. Um I'm, I'm, I'm fairly calm. And so my relationships are calm. Um, how that's played out just as my role is as a doula was definitely to bring calm to the situation. And, um, I didn't really ever see it that way until over the past few years as I've really tried to figure out what do I want to do? Where do I want to spend my time? And more and more of my friends would just use this word calm. Like Debbie, you're so calming. You're like, of course, mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. You're just you're a calm person, and so I really just decided I'm going to embrace that. That's what I bring to the table, even though I don't always see it. Um, as someone who's struggled with anxiety inside, <laughs> I don't always feel uh-huh. calm. But it's just amazing how people will will see something that um, I don't necessarily see. So I do think it's just the work of the Spirit in me and how He's made me. Great. I know. I know for me. Um, harmony can be like really wanting to encourage or for me, whoever is around to really have right relationships with each other. And sometimes people can feel like it's just avoiding conflict. I don't think it's totally avoiding conflict for me, but, but really wanting to help encourage people to work things out. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that sometimes? Yeah. Again, I think I, I don't like relational discord. So when there's tension or when there is conflict, I can feel really uncomfortable inside. I don't, I, I'm kind of not the, I'm not going to rise up and, you know, like be the conflict person. Um, I'm going to kind of just step back and go, Ooh, okay. Um, and, and I do think I, I have mediator type skills where I can see, like, wow, you two just are not, you're not on the same page, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Uh, like two boys in the house, maybe? <laughs> yeah, my two boys. Um, or just, yeah, you can see we're like, mm, you're not hearing, you're not hearing what I'm saying, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I, don't, I definitely, I probably, as a default, and maybe just kind of a sin pattern, I probably do avoid conflict because it is so uncomfortable, but, but I, but I do think I just am naturally bent toward like, let's, let's have relational harmony, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, I don't know about you, but um, well, maybe I do because we talk a lot, (laughs) but I think just even this last year of um, just seeing a lot of not harmony in 
the world or with people, it, it is distressing. And, but I think of how it makes me want to really develop my harmony more and really be productive with it. And even being gentle or somewhat bold in a conversation in a harmonizing kind of way. But sometimes mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do you think about that? Certainly. I, I do think, yeah, there's, there obviously there is, there's a lot going on and I don't like the way that it feels and I'm not sure anybody does. Um, and I, I think it's important to know that we can grow in our, our strengths. I mean, I'm, I'm far from being the best harmonizer, <laughs> you know, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I need to grow in, in them, in that strength as well. Yeah. Well, I think, um, one thing I think about a lot, just as I think about harmony for myself is, I mean, there's so many different passages in the Bible about, um, just putting on a heart of compassion toward one another and forgiving one another. And I don't know, I think that's kind of my lead foot as I think about harmony. And it's like, yeah, this, we all need to listen and care and show compassion and grace to one another. But some people, um, we all have room to grow in that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, tell me about um, your other strengths, restorative, consistency, analytical discipline, and also kind of in light of, as we mentioned, um, you thinking about these different job opportunities or where they show up or kind of how it's cleared a path for you to, to really um, focus more of your energy on the organizing. Yeah. Well, I do think again, harmony is probably the umbrella. And when I think, I, I think about harmony, I think I like harmonious spaces too. And I, you know, when there is a, a crazy, a crazy space, you know, inside, I think like, Oh, this can be fixed. I want to fix this. I just automatically want to fix it. Um, which probably is going into restorative and, kind of going down from there and then having the discipline to, to fix the space and, and the, to analyze what do we need to do here? Uh, so it just seems like organizing is something that I've just always naturally wanted to do. And now I'm sure my parents would beg to differ when I was in high school and they would look at my room <laughs> and it, it probably, it was a mess. Um, but it, it wasn't naturally how I actually really liked living. I just hadn't developed the discipline to, uh, put my stuff away. So it, it just seems like a good fit for me. I, I, it's the only activity that I do where I can lose track of time and forget to eat or something like that. You know, I just, I just really enjoy it. So I decided to just go for it on my own and I, I did organize, you know, here and there. And right when it started picking up, COVID happened and then it kind of just fell flat which was okay because I think that helped me reassess what I really, what I really like about organizing as well and why I joined a company instead of going out on my own again, uh, it was just to be with other people doing the same thing. Like it's very fun to show up, you know, and have a co-laborer and we can, you know, bounce ideas off each other and we're folding together. We're talking and just having a grand old time together. And I like doing things with people. So that's kind of where that, that landed. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you're thinking about like your analytical and discipline. It just, it just seems so easy and natural 
like you say, that you, you want order in places and I think it's amazing. I wish I had those strengths. <laughs> Have you heard me say that before? We always talk about that, Barbara. We always, there are always other strengths that look so attractive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think it, it's really exciting to me to see you in this role it, with this job of really being able just to embrace your strengths and use them and help make beautiful places for people. And I mean, I think like you mentioned, people are just love having y'all come and organize, right? I mean, what, tell me, Mm -hmm. tell me about a good story with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that usually when someone calls an organizer, it's, it's not always because they can't do it themselves or, um, you know, they, it's, it's usually they don't have time. Uh, or they've they've bought products and it just doesn't seem to be working. And so it is fun to go into a space and kind of completely renovate the, 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 the tiny space we're working on, whether it's a pantry or a closet, just within a day or two and have them um, just like knowing that their life is about to be easier when we're finished is brings me a lot of energy and mm-hmm. excitement for them love it when they're good purgers. I mean, when you get someone who's a good purger, it's so fun when they're just like toss, 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 you know, it's all going in the donation pile. Uh, as an organizer, you start to get pretty giddy because you just know like, okay, we got, we got some good stuff to work with here. There's going to be some extra space. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just fun for me. I realize it's not fun for a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds fun that you can do that and help people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's overwhelming to me. And, Mm -hmm. um, because of my bent on my different strengths. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I know that you've done different things like with health coaching and you're still kind of doing some of that. How do you, how does that fit into your strengths? Yeah. Well, I think that health coaching, uh, just in general, I, I've always enjoyed health and wellness and, uh, way back when, I mean, maybe my first year of marriage, I remember listening to something that just triggered kind of my, my, um, I don't know, got my brain excited about just preventative care. And I always had this thought of why do we wait till we're so sick to do the right thing or take care of ourselves? Why do we not just do the right thing on the front end? And of course, we know we're not guaranteed, you know, um, everything we want or anything like that, but why not, you know, set ourselves up for success if we can. And I've just always had that passion. And so deciding to go to health coaching school felt like a good, uh, next step for me. I also just enjoy learning. So that's kind of where I went. I thought maybe I'd go back to nursing school, go back to school for nursing. And it just, it didn't feel right. It felt like that was going to put me in an environment of thinking more about disease and um, sickness instead of just health and wellness. And so uh, just for me in particular, I went that way and um, I'll definitely, I would definitely tell you I struggled. Barbara walked many, many miles with me um, <laughs> over the, over the years, listening to me like, Oh, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I should do that. Why? Oh, maybe I should be doing it. I mean, just all this, over and over and over. And I just recently listened to Emily P. Freeman's 
uh, podcast. And I don't believe this was the podcast where she was actually talking about the, this idea originally, but she was talking about this idea in this particular podcast. And she was talking about how, uh, sometimes the best decision isn't always the perfect answer. And, um, that is giving me some freedom in my future of knowing it's okay if I am not making just the perfect decision. Um, the, the very, the, you know, maybe the best choice isn't the perfect decision. I can't, I'm going to botch it, but it it just really spoke to me. And she talked about these arrows and she just said, you know, when you are faced with decisions, you follow arrows based on all different kinds of things, but, but, you know, so you follow an arrow and even if it leads to a dead end, does it mean you made the wrong choice? She would say, no, absolutely not because it's all about the transformation and the process. And so you just, follow another arrow from there. And it just feels like, oh, there's so much more freedom in that. And as I've come to this point in my life where my kids are, you know, once in college, the other in high school and thinking, what am I going to be doing when they're fully gone? I think I would get tied up in knots about, I'm not making the right choice. I, I didn't make the right choice or this is a better job for me. Or I, I almost would get paralyzed, you know, um, and, and be unable to make a decision. And so that just really helped me and, and helped me see all along, Barbara, you, you know, you, Barbara, and my husband and other friends have said, like, I feel like it's all going to come together, Debbie. Like all these things that you do are somehow going to come together. Um, yeah. So this right now is how they're coming together. <laughs> and I'm going to mm. just rest in that. Ride and, that for a while. Yeah, ride it. <laughs> ride that Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's such a good example of that because it can, it can be overwhelming. And I think probably most of us are, it's not like, wow, we make a decision and it's a clear path. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good way of describing that, of just throwing out the the options, shooting the arrows and kind of seeing where that takes us. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, um, as you think about um, just this idea of embracing your strengths, um, which is the name of this podcast, which we talked a lot about too, um, how do you how do you feel like that has been for you? Has that been easy or challenging for you to embrace your strengths? Yeah, I think that it's probably been challenging for me. I think being unsure really of what they were for a while. I've, you know, done different personality tests and things like that. And those are always great. And they give you, give me energy to like, Oh, I understand myself, but then I never really do quite understand myself. (laughs) And Uh so it's, it's really helpful to have words uh, to put into place and understand what those words mean. And I'm still learning, you know, what the strength finders in core clarity, what you're doing still learning what those all mean actually. And what does that look like in my life? And um, yeah, I I think that it's, it's just, uh, it's been a bit of a journey. And um, I think again, as we've talked, sometimes I do look at other people's strengths and think, Oh, why don't I have that? Um, Uh You know, or get, I can get real Eeyore about it uh, because it doesn't feel like I'm, it, it doesn't feel powerful or, something. Um, 
And, and it doesn't mean that harmony can't be powerful. It's just the way I'm looking at it and I'm not seeing it for what it is. And so I, I think it's just a journey. I'm still learning to, to really embrace them and uh, to, yeah, I, I think all along I've always, I've always been afraid that I am not using the talents God's given me. And, you know, I'm asking, am I bearing talents, Lord? Am I not uh, doing something that you want me to do? And that that's where I would get tied up in knots again about the decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just learning that really everything is about process and transformation and trusting in the spirit to transform and make me more like him. <laughs> that makes it all yeah. a little bit more easier to take. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it, it's so interesting because I think it's easier for other people to see our talents and our strengths and, but a lot of times it's harder for us to see them and appreciate them. I mean, cause I think of these different things that you've mentioned that you've done over the years. And I mean, even just, it's not like I see you, I mean, I see you sometimes at church or in different places, but, but I know that your strengths are so evident in everything that you do, you know, as you are parenting your boys and you're being a neighbor and you're connecting with people in lots of various places. I, I see just the, just the depth that you have, but um, just the grace and kindness that you show to people. But then especially in, in like, the analytical discipline. I mean, the things that you do like the doula or coaching or organizing, it's like you just bring such an expertise to those things that you don't, that you kind of minimize. (laughs) Yeah. You're sweet for saying that. Thanks Barbara. But yes, I definitely, I definitely minimize and think like, what am I doing with my life when really, you know, uh, plenty of friends affirm that I'm doing, I'm doing things that I enjoy doing. (laughs) Yeah. And that you have a, have a passion for that you're good at. And so I am excited for you to, um, to be doing more of that with your organizing and, and I know it'll, it'll show up in different ways too, just in just new season of your life and your family and all those things. But I think we can talk more later on our walks, but, but I think even just the (laughs) idea of just as whenever we are using our strengths where we are developing them and just that you're having opportunity to really use those daily in the things that you're doing is exciting because mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to be running a big old business sometime, or I, I don't know what you, what God has ahead a for you, but I think just knowing that, that you are using your strengths and embracing them and they're, getting better and better. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you know, and, and bringing harmony back around into that and with my relationships, of course, I want to be in harmony with everybody I come in contact with. And so how that shows up in the various ways that I work, whether it's, you know, an organizing um, client or it's a health coaching client or when I was being a doula, it was still, you know, showing up as a doula. I, I definitely want people to feel grace from me. And I think that's the harmony coming through because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if I, if I'm wanting something more, more from them, then it already feels like, Oh, there's discord. I don't like that. Uh, 
And I just, yeah, I desperately want people to feel like you're okay. It's okay. You're going to be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you do that every day. You're sweet. Thank you. (laughs) So, so, well, is there anything as you think about your particular strengths, like if there's somebody listening that has any of your strengths, or maybe they know or love or work with someone with these strengths, is there anything that you might want to say to them to help them understand them or appreciate them a little more? Well, I do think, you know, learning to live into your strengths is really going to benefit you. Um, And to not look at what other people have that you don't have, but to really lean into how the Lord has made you and what you have to bring to the table. And, you know, harmony is, it, it does kind of look different. It can, it can be packaged differently. Like it shows up differently in me than it does for you, Barbara. And uh, just to kind of be aware, how is, how does it show up for me? And um, maybe where can I allow that strength to shine through? In what situations am I in where harmony is needed? Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe that's something that you just kind of see daily, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis, depending on who you're encountering, but to really look for the ways that, that your harmony can be on display. I mean, not, not for your sake, but, but to provide that for whoever you're with would be um, probably something that we all can grow in. Yeah. I like that to have it on display. That's great. Well, this has been so so um, fun, Debbie, just to talk about you and just your journey and understanding your strengths more and and how they're showing up and blessing a lot of people with your strengths. So thank you for taking time. And I have one last question for you. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Yes. Well, um, I have definitely been on a joy journey over the last several, several years of my life. So I think that God has transformed me in this area to see joy in a lot of things. And I find joy in the sunshine, in a warm day, in walking with you and my dog. I mean, all of all of just the the things that happen in my day, I've been asking the Lord to allow me to be happy and joyful in the day. So all the little things. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. It's been just wonderful just talking to you. Thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.